0: Disclaimer, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as facts. Nothing that is said about any person,
1: organization, gaming company, or sport topic in general should be taken as facts, as well as any talk about any political, religious, or medical topics. As for medical topics at all times, you should speak to a licensed medical professional before any opinion is considered. Everything that is said on this podcast is opinion-based only. Viewers and listeners' discretion is advised. Welcome to the Dr. VTAC Show. This podcast
2: is a long-form conversation hosted by Dr. VTAC with the top guests in
1: the world of eSports, all from owners, pros, semi-pros, former pros, and content creators of many games. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. okay folks welcome 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 to the dr v tech channel we got a special guest now guys when i say special he is special he has lifted up the hammer on si rainbow six pro he is a phenomenal player his name is achieve this guy is brutal. He's good. He's played with Merc. He's played with Bolo. They're all teammates. Uh, and he was with TSM. And yes, he won SI in 22. Guys, I want to introduce you to this phenomenal player. I am excited of this episode because to talk to a champion is is amazing and is an honor to have him here on the Dr. VTech Show. Achieve how you doing?
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I appreciate you for having me and uh yeah, I mean I'm just I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to just sit down and talk about some
1: things. Yeah. So so Achieve you you're now living the retired life. You were with Dark Zero and then uh when was it you said uh, goodbye? You hung up the gloves?
0: Um yeah, so Uh, We went to Copenhagen, um, you know, and we played the major and stuff. And then, you know, as you know, and everyone else knows, there's a pretty pretty big break between that and the next stage that started. So we were on break and I took a long break from the game. I think I took like a month break from it. I didn't play it at all. I didn't touch it. And, um, you know, I decided to come back, you know, like a week before, you know, we were going to start practicing again and stream the game, play some ranked and, you know, get back in the groove of things type deal, Um, you know, get my mechanics back up to par and stuff, and um, as I started streaming the game again, I just realized, you know, wow, I really don't uh, enjoy this as much as I I used to, and I think it really, like, because before the break, I was already, you know, it was already in my head about, you know, stepping away from the game and stuff, and then coming back after that long break, it it really sealed the deal for me, and I think whenever I stepped down, um, was like around June. So almost half a year ago. Yeah. About six months ago. Wow. You miss it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I do. I do. I, I will be honest. Like I do like a lot of times look back, especially at the TSM days, you know, nothing against DZ, I had a phenomenal time over there, but I was only over there for like two to three months. So it wasn't yeah. a long time. Um, but I do miss that, that squad as well. But I really look back at like the TSM days, you know, cause we lived in a team house in Vegas for two years, you know, six, seven guys, you know, just chasing a dream. And, um, you know, we had a lot of, met a lot of memories out there and, um, I, I definitely look back at those, you know, those times and I'm like, you know, man, I really do miss those times. Those were great times that we had. Um, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of nostalgia when I look back at
1: that yeah cuz you you're with the the team is it's your friends you guys were basically brothers you had that special bond you stick together and and of course you're going to miss it you're going to mm-hmm. miss that chemistry you're going to miss the, you know the the good times you guys had together the achievements the winning and you know, of course leaving TSM i mean obviously TSM left but you go into another org and, and starting the process all over again, new teammates learning their habits, learning how their, their game style, you know, it does take a toll. A lot of People think it's easy. It's not easy. You had to start from ground up with, uh, with, with TSM and then now going in with, when you've gone to with dark zero, of course, it's going to take some time. Yeah. But, uh, I know you miss it. So, now, rolling back through the years, how was it you started gaming in general? Were you a console I mean, were you a console mm-hmm. player or were you always a PC player? How how did that start?
0: Yes, I mean, I was always a console player. You know, back in the day, you know, I started gaming when I was young. We always had the, you know, the Nintendo and, you know, the early PlayStations and stuff like that. I was always a console gamer, basically. And, you know, I played a lot. I played I played some games. I was a very, like, outdoors kid, though, too, um, up until, honestly, probably about high school. Like, before high school, I didn't really game that much. I gamed a little bit, but I didn't game a whole lot. And then in – but before high school, I was, like, a C student because, you know, I was in baseball and all that, and I was doing a lot of, you know, outside activities. And then um, when high school came around, I was like, you know what, I'm going to start gaming more. And I started gaming more, and my grades started getting better because, you know, I was inside more at, uh, studying and stuff more. Um, but yeah, I was, I was a console player all the way up until I think it was my junior year of high, high school, even like my senior year of high school, I was working at Publix. Um, and I, uh, I saved up enough money to build my own PC. So I built my own PC and at the time, I was playing. You know, I wasn't playing any first-person shooters. I never played first-person shooters at that time um, mm-hmm. on PC. I only really played games like Minecraft. I played League. I was a pretty, uh, was pretty decently into League at the time, um, and um, I played some survival games like Ark, Rust, and stuff like that. And then um, I started playing Siege for my senior year on console at first. Well, actually, originally, I actually bought the game on PC. And um, I was... uh, I think I got placed bronze. That's why, like, back in the day, I would always rock the bronze season one charm. And, you know, I still have it to this day. And people would always uh, comment on it and stuff. But, um, you know, that's why I have the bronze charm. Yeah. And... and, um, yeah I you know I was so like I said I never played you know FPS's on PC at the time so I was like I was like you know what no I'm going back to console like I'm not I tried it it's not for me I'm going back and I played on console with my with my IRL friends and stuff like that we played we just had a good time and I think yeah we were like Diamond at the time which at the time was the highest rank and um some dude messaged me you know some random dude I remember his name his name was uh Nuck 1992 was his name at the time. And he messaged me, and he's like, hey, man, have you ever thought about competing in Pro League or anything? And I was like, "Yeah, I didn't even know this game had a pro scene, you know? Like, this was back, you know, at the end of year one, you know, right before they took it off of console. This is, you know, I was like, you know, I've only ever really watched, like, League at the time, you know? Uh, Cloud9, TSM, you know, those teams in League. I've never, I never even knew Siege had one. And, um... He said, yeah, man, well, I mean, you know, we're, we're going to play in qualifiers and stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, I gave it a shot with him, and the very first time I scrimmed with him, I, I hated it. Like, I did not like it. And, um, you know, I told him, I was like, yeah, this ain't for me, dude. I don't like it. He said, oh, come on, man, just, you know, give it one more, one more shot, one more opportunity. I said, okay, sure. And I gave it another shot, and eventually, you know, I liked it. And then kind of kept playing with them until they took it off of console and then I switched to PC and it just went from there.
1: Wow. So basically it kind of happened like with me. I uh, I was a Battlefield, Battle, Battlefield 4 guy
2: mm. and
1: uh, I wanted to go like pro on that game and I was doing really good. I was ending up top 30 in a lot of stuff and and did did really good in it. When I first tried Rainbow, <laughs> I hated. It. I was like, this is this suck. You know, all yeah. you do is camp, you know, usually call mm-hmm. players and yeah. that, they all complain about campers. So yeah. going into Rainbow. Oh, my God. That's you got to camp. If not, you die yeah. real like, quick. So, you know, it's like, oh, you do this camp, you know, you go in here and you just die real quick. This makes no sense.
0: Yep. You got to wait three minutes. I yeah, love playing yeah. Call of Duty. You in, can't in you know,
1: spawn again. You got to wait and et cetera. So then I just went ahead and I, I was like, OK, fine. I'll give it another shot. <laughs> try. I had the. Uh, I played the beta so mm. i do have that peacock skin on one of my accounts i I don't even yeah. remember it so i got i got that it's very rare very rare skin and you know i i, I enjoyed it because i you know of course you know i, I could brag about it because i've played the beta but i didn't mm-hmm. like, I just didn't like it it was uh, but then afterwards Throughout the season, uh, season one, that's when I just started getting into it, saw the competitiveness, you know, and enjoyed it. But um, so, yeah, so then afterwards you got into PC. How do you, how do you went from playing PC getting into Pro?
0: Um, yeah. So at the time, you know, whenever we switched over to PC and started playing and I knew it was going to be a very long process for me to get comfortable at PC and, um, and I would have to, like, I I started doing a lot of like aim training stuff and, um, keyboard typing stuff just to get my, you know, my, my hands and stuff used to like playing with a mouse and keyboard. Mm -hmm. But, uh, when I first switched over, um, I switched over with some old Xbox pros from back in, like, year one, I think. I'm trying to remember their name. Um, dude, it's hard for me to remember their names. But there, there was, like, two or three of the guys who used to play pro on Xbox back in, like, year one, season one or two. They, were, they weren't in super good. They are on, like, an eighth-place team or seventh-place team at the time and I actually can't believe I can't remember their name. Uh, one of them's name was Finest X. I know that. And there was another dude who used to be on Elevate, I'm pretty sure. And I switched over with them, and we were very confident going into, you know, the qualifiers and stuff. We didn't end up making it, but we got pretty – we got decently close, but we didn't – you know, it wasn't enough to to get there. And then um, some of those guys – um stop playing and i think i ended up making or no i actually ended up joining another team which um everyone you know most people will know at the time it was king leo and um those guys who you know originally were you know most wanted and what to this day is technically ssg you know back that was the original team back in the day i I was actually on the Challenger League team of that. It was me, King Leo, um, Crusher, Santa, and, um, I forget who the last player was, but yeah, we were all on a team. And this was year two season one, I want to say, or year two season two at the time. And, um, yeah, uh, I ended up playing with Challenger League with those guys, and they, you know, we end up, you know, I think at at the time we we were going into basically the finals. To um, we were in the semifinals. We were if we won this match, we were going to go into the finals. And at that time, it was automatic promotion to Pro League. It was no stuff like that. Well, me and um, King Leo, I guess at the time, we kind of had a falling out right before that match, so they ended up, you know, dropping me right before that match, and then. Um, you know, they won that match and then they went on to make pro league basically from there. And then that team turned into like most wanted and then um later on it turned into, you know, what is now SSG. Um but yeah, getting kicked from that team taught me some stuff and it also kind of like halted my pro- my progression a lot because after that point I spent I made my own team and I spent another year to year and a half in Challenger League trying to get back to that point. So,
1: Wow, I bet that that kind of like uh kind of hit the gut when you got I mean getting kicked is no fun. Yeah. I don't think that's uh a, a good feeling and then seeing the team making it pro is like <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Even worse is it, sometimes some people put the blame on the okay was it me then that mm-hmm. was affecting the squad that couldn't progress or yeah. Or what? It, it just. It just. Yeah, getting kicked is. It's definitely a wake up
0: call, and you know that's the only time that I've ever been. You know, removed from a team, um, was that time, and you know, at the time, like I'm still very good friends with Crusher to this day, and Crusher even has a clip of what got me kicked. You know, and just looking back at it, it's funny. You know, in my opinion, it was nothing like super bad, but I was very like back then. You know, I was very young. You know, I was. Um, I think I was 19 going on to 20 at the time. And, you know, if, you know, people, you know, you know, put the blame on me. I was like, no, nah, listen, that's, you know, not my fault. Like we all messed up basically. And, and, you know, it, it definitely, it it definitely teaches you, you know, it definitely kind of wakes you up and, you know, you definitely got to, especially in like team environments, you have to think before you, you know, you say stuff. It definitely. Because, you know, once you say something in like a team environment, you know, you can't take it back. People are going to get their feelings hurt or they're going to take it and they're going to run with it. And then it's going to change your perspective of you completely and all this stuff. So, you know, not only in life, do you got to do that, but especially when you're working with a group of guys, like every day, you know, you're a five man squad and you're trying to win everything. You got to be very careful with like what you say.
1: That, that is true. It, well, it's like any job. i you're mm-hmm. in a business. Yeah. You guys are professional and you got to take this as a business, take it professional. You don't go to work at any job, any company and, you know, say whatever you want to say until the yeah. boss will screw them. So you're going to get fired. <laughs> so, <laughs> you yeah. you got to be very careful, you know, how you, how you say things. And, but no lessons are learned. We all learn, live and learn. That's how life mm-hmm. will fall down. We just, you know, get back up and then keep on walking. And move forward towards things, and and look look at you now. You you have achieved something that many haven't. Because mm-hmm. I I feel, this might my, my perspective. What what I what I uh, my opinion. You could win any major, but winning the SI, mm-hmm. that's the main goal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
0: we did some incredible things, you know, over at TSM. Not only just winning the SI, but you know, getting top four at three SIs, you know, back to back to back. Like, no team has has ever done that. The only, you know, I don't, I don't know if how many teams have even got top four back to back. Like, not, you know, obviously G two won, and um, NIP, you know, got second and then won the next one. But other than like those two teams, I don't think any other team has ever. You know, no team has done it three times, but you know, get top four back to back to back was you know that itself is very impressive. But yeah, winning it is even to this day it's hard for me to like you know believe. Even like looking back at it, it's like wow, you know that's it's crazy.
1: Now you won the SI on um, twenty two. What what other majors you won? Um, so we won the
0: during COVID we won the major we won the November Major that was hosted at the Luxar that was just NA teams. We won the US Finals there. Um, we won it wasn't a major but we won DreamHack um uh, and back in 2019 DreamHack Montreal. And another like cool thing about TSM is that um you know like during well I will say it kind of sucks that we never got to win a major major, I guess you could say, you know, I, you know, SI is bigger than major. So, you know, we won that. It's cool, but we never got to win like a major, um, an international major. And it kind of sucks because during the, in my opinion, the time that we played the best at TSM was during COVID it was right before SI 22. Um, so it was during that 20, the end of 2020, 2021 era, um, I think we were like really good or my bad SI 21. Um, cause that one was delayed a little bit because, you know, COVID and everything. But during that time frame, I think on TSM, we played the best that we ever did. Even when we won in 22, I think, you know, at the end of 2020 is when we played the best. Um, so I kind of, you know, it kind of sucks that COVID happened then because I, I honestly believe that at during that time frame we would have won an international major if it wasn't for COVID.
1: Wow, that's gotta. That's gotta. That's gotta hurt.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does. Money in your
1: pocket, you know. And then more, more trophies. I I mean, geez, that's that sucks. Because when you know that your team is on fire, Mm -hmm. you guys could go unlimited. You guys could just make it. You win it. You have no fear. You guys are playing super. You you guys, you know, you guys know each other. You guys know Mm -hmm. when you guys are in your prime. Okay, guys, we're on fire. Let's just let's just go at it. Let's pull full throttle. We're gonna start winning. And you win, you win, you win. And then COVID hits. Yep. Damn. Yeah. Oh, this freaking (laughs) sucks. Now we're gonna be off season. Now basically because of COVID, you're just Mm -hmm. gonna be playing. There's nothing. To do, just doing, probably do, what, you guys were doing scrim at that time?
0: Yeah, yeah. So we were still scrimming and everything. Yeah. And, you know, during the COVID, you know, we were getting ready for, at you know, because at the time it was just domestic tur- uh, tournaments, like, you know, the November major for us and the U.S. finals and stuff like that. And then shortly after they started, they did SI again, but they did SI in like June of that year. They did it a few months after because that's when, that's, I guess, the first time that they, they could... uh.
2: They
1: could do it, but. Uh, I have a question. This is kind of off the topic, real quick. Mm -hmm. You mentioned Publix.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay, what state you are in? What state you live in? I live in Florida. Okay, okay, me too. So I was like, wait a second, Publix. I love their chicken. I said, wait (laughs) a second, is he from Florida? Because Publix doesn't is not all over the United States. They're just section. And it's one of my favorite uh, stores to get certain things because all the yeah. rest is expensive as heck.
0: Yeah, no, they're 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 definitely expensive now too. But, but yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, they're they're pretty expensive. But the buy one get one kind of like uh, you gotta <laughs> know they they pull a they yeah. try to pull a fast one on me once. Uh, I, I, I saw mayonnaise. It says like six uh, what six bucks. Mm. $5.99. Like it's expensive. Six bucks. I was like, oh, but buy one, get one. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up getting it. I went to Walmart the next day. and <laughs> The same mayonnaise for three bucks.
0: <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. Uh they're 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 expensive. You gotta you gotta be careful when you go to Publix. I, I I'll I'll get like the fresh meats and stuff like that from Publix because obviously when I go to like Aldi and stuff like that, I, I, yeah. I tend to stay away from that type of stuff. But um Yeah, I worked at Publix for Five and a five and a half years. Yeah, really? which is yeah, which is crazy to think about because you know, as someone who's also played pro league, I'm I'm twenty six now, I just turned twenty six. Okay. Um, a few months ago. But as someone who's played pro league for you know, four four and a half years and then I've also worked at Publix for five and a half is just crazy to think about. But yeah, I started working at Publix when I was fifteen, going on to sixteen. I had a job at Publix before I was even sixteen. You know, I was walking to work there, you know, stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I loved it.
1: It says a lot about you working at Publix because they're very picky on who they
2: hire.
0: Oh yeah. I, d- very- I think, yeah, I think back in the day they were like, it was back in. Okay. So when I first got hired at Publix, it was like, you need to know someone to get hired at Publix, but okay. now I think it's changed. But back in the day, you like.
1: Um, you more like it was a refer a, program. You, yeah, who, who referred you? Okay, I'll ask them. And yeah, they're my stepson worked uh, for Publix. I think it was seven years. Mm-hmm. Then he he went to go study. You know, he wanted to become a barber, and we're like fine. Yeah. And they're very very selective. It's not they are. they're very. I don't know how is it now, but they the employees they got a be very professional Mm -hmm. courteous, helping and and when you say you worked at Publix I was like man then he he means all that no wonder people love you man yeah no (laughs) I was
0: when I worked at Publix I was actually so I was back there closing the back office and everything you know I was I was you know balancing the safe and you know doing all that stuff and and then you know going home at night and (laughs) playing siege you know but um it was actually funny because they wanted me to become a manager and I was like, you know, and at the time I was still in Challenger League and I was like, you know, no, I'm going to make it, I'm going to change my availability. I'm only going to work mornings, you know, and they're like, Oh, okay. And then, you know, a few months after that, they got tired of that. And they said, okay, listen, like you need to make a decision. Like, you know, if you want to, you know, stay up here and continue to, um, you know, work the customer service desk and, you know, go on to like a team leader role, you need to open your availability up. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do it, you know, and eventually it paid off, but um, yeah, I was just like, you know, I had a, I had a really good feeling that I, I would, I would, you know, do something with Siege. And even when I was in pro league, I didn't quit public. So when I first joined pro league, I was on Accelerate accelerator oh. gaming for about six months i still worked at publix at that time i think at the time we made two grand a month you know which in my opinion i was like dude this is awesome making two grand a month you know playing video games that's awesome you know i didn't quit publix then i didn't quit publix until tsm picked us up now,
1: which was 2019 you didn't quit publix because of the stocks <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, their, their stocks are good and you know, Publix is good. good. Yeah. Do you have do you invested in stocks with that with them?
0: No, I have, so I never invested I never invested my own money into stocks, but Publix is, you know, they're a good company and they gave they've so at the time they gave me about five thousand dollars worth of stock just from me working there for, you know, the four or five years that I did. Um right because of just basically me working there. So I still have that, but, you know, I don't, um, I never, a lot of people do though. It's actually crazy because, you know, working at Publix, you know, you you talk to, you know, all the other employees and there's a lot of people at Publix back in the day. Now they have it limited where you can only um, put X amount in stock each quarter. But back in the day, people would go to the Publix credit union and they would take out loans to buy stock with. Wow. Which I always thought was like, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, back in the day, people would do that.
1: I wanted i I told my stepson one time I wanted to invest in Publix in their stock. That he goes, well, oh, unfortunately, you got to be an employee.
0: Yeah, you do. <laughs> I was dude, like, you, you got to be an employee. And uh- it's not only just being an employee; like, you have to work there an X amount of hours to even be able to purchase stocks. Or like okay. for me, for instance, I had. In order for me, at at the time I had to work, I think on average was like 30 to 35 hours a week or something in order to, for them to credit me stock based on how much I work.
1: Wow. Because
0: they would give you, you know, one stock for every X amount of hours you worked, I think, or something. So, but you could only get it if you worked like a consistent, like 30 to 35 hours a week, because they had a problem where a lot of people would work one day a month. Just to, yeah, just to hold on to their like stock stuff.
1: Jeez. So they 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 kind of kind of caught on. Yeah. Their intentions uh, of joining the the company because mm-hmm. there is a thing that you could become. My steps on somebody. There was something like a, a, video they, present to their the new employees like you could become a millionaire. Yeah. With 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 working at Publix and, <laughs> and and it's like with the stocks, I said, and I and I told them, well, you got to give them half your check or something? <laughs> <laughs> you got to work a lot of hours. Got yeah. There was this lady that 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 I knew, one of the managers. I said, Are you ever thinking about quitting or nothing? She goes, Heck no, I'm a my millions. Really? She goes, Heck yeah. I'm going to yeah. keep on working until you know, I surpass so it and keep on working because you know taxes and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. She's like, I got to think about everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. I have a very good friend who's actually going he's an assistant customer service manager right now and he's actually going on to be a customer service manager. But yeah, I would always, you know, sometimes I talk to my store manager at the time and they would be like, oh, you know, I bought my husband a new truck with my dividend check. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, just you're doing it, Chuck. You just go yeah. buy a new truck. That's that's nice, you know? Yeah. But I could I could never do it. You know, they like I said, they wanted me to go that route and um become a manager and stuff, but I, I couldn't do it because yeah. I, I need like I need some type of schedule. I can't, you know, one day have saturday and tuesday off and then the next week have thursday and sunday off you know like i can't deal with that flip-flop oh tonight you're going to be here till 2 a.m and then you're going to come in tomorrow at 7 and be here till 3 or whatever i need some sort of routine so
1: yeah you need like a plan you just don't go yeah. off you need a schedule you need you need something
0: i like to have some consistency
1: yeah correct no i agree with you. I'm, I'm the same way I'm the I'm the same way. Now, have you studied anything? You got uh, think college, community college. Have you? Done? So, at the time of me when I worked at
0: Publix and I was competing in Challenger League, I was actually going to college at the same time too. So, not only was I working thirty five hours a week, I was competing in Siege, but I also took three classes at college. Um, and at the time, I was just doing my prerequisites. Um, you know, get my two years, my AA, and, um, I think I got about halfway done with that until I, you know, stopped along with that in Publix to play profession, professionally. Um, but now what I'm doing is I'm actually learning how to code. I'm going like the self-taught route though. I'm not going to school for it. Um, because I've, so my brother is actually a, um, programmer. And he went to UCF for, uh, computer science and yeah, it's a very good school for computer science. And, um, I've talked to him. I also have some other close friends that, that are, uh, they, they do coding as well, software development, web development, stuff like that. And I've talked to them and they've, from the consensus that I've got from people, they've all told me like, you know, Hey, you don't need a college degree. Would it help you get the door at some places? Sure. Um, But no matter what, if you have a degree or if you go the self-taught route, you have to have a lot of projects that you can show your work on. And even when they bring you in for an interview, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to code for them and you're going to have to solve equations and talk about data structures and stuff like that regardless. So, you know, you don't have to go the degree route. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm not going to go that route. I'm going to go the self-taught route. So right now I'm doing a lot of classes just sort of online classes, self-teaching. Right now I'm learning like HTML, CSS, and I'm about to move into like JavaScript and Python um, soon. So yeah, just, you know, at the moment I'm just doing that. Um, I'm still gaming. I still game quite a bit. Um, I'm kind of all over the place still with what games I play. I tried streaming a little bit, you know, a few months ago, like some League of Legends. And um, I, you know, recently played a little bit of Tarkov, but, um, yeah, I mean, I would love to be a streamer, but it's just hard for me to like find a game. Like I can sit down and play for that. I can enjoy, you know, for months and hours on end. So,
1: well, there, there is some games that a lot of pros are, are, uh, are playing recently is the finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's very competitive. They, they, they seem to like it. And it's it's not like a humongous big map or anything. It, it's not boring. Uh, they just, basically is in a way is like Apex. Have you played that one yet? Yeah. Um, so I've seen the finals. I've played
0: Apex and stuff like that. But um, you know, surprisingly, now like I don't really actually enjoy FPS games that much. The only FPS game that I will actually play now is Tarkov a little bit. And even Tarkov, like in my opinion is like too campy and you run into like five mans all the time. So that's why I've kind of even stared away from that, but I've been enjoying games like league of legends, path of exile. And I've also actually picked up like, uh, some engineering games too, which is funny, like Dyson sphere program. And I've always been a really big, like RTS fan too. So, um, you know it's crazy because like I don't even enjoy like I I don't even like playing FPS games anymore and I do think a big reason of that is because of so if anyone who anyone who's ever watched me play knows I play with a very strange um, grip you know it's a very strange grip of how I hold my mouse and um, you know when I play FPS games I use that grip and that grip is not it's not very comfortable so i think that's a reason why i don't enjoy fps games as much because i just i it just hurt it physically hurts so
1: wait but what do you mean like how you the angle you hold your the way you hold your mouse
0: so this is how i would hold my mouse and i You know, I know the viewers can't see, but for any of you who've watched my stream, you know, there's been YouTube videos. It's similar to the CSGO Pro, um, twist, how he, I basically hold my mouse the same way. And I was actually, so the score eSports put out a video about, um, his grip and I was in that grip. They, you know, they brought me onto their show and we talked about it a little bit. So anyone who, you know, wants to, I guess, look more into that grip, you know, the score eSports put out a video of it, um, about two years back now, uh, well about a year and a half, probably about two years. Yeah. Back. But, um, yeah, you know, it can be comfortable, but my body is just so like, you know, after holding my mouse, like, you know, relaxed, playing, you know, more relaxing games. I just, I don't want to go back to holding you know, it like
1: that's that. That's gotta be, I'm, that's gotta be painful <laughs> for five, yeah. eight hours in a row. Oh Yeah, no, it is. Did it, did it like hurt your fingernails or something?
0: Um, it, so it doesn't as much hurt with your fingernails, but um, it would just like, so for instance, for me, the grip was like, the grip wasn't the worst part for me. I actually like hunched over my desk a little bit and I had my elbow on my mouse pad. And huh. my back, I started getting back problems because of just how I would sit at the desk. Now, if I grip that mouse with like, you know, a good posture, and I'm actually like, you know, good back support and stuff like that, it would be fine. But it was the fact that my back was um like arched over. It really did not feel good. So uh it, it, it yeah.
1: Hurt. yeah. That there's a there's a a buddy of mine, actually he's from uh Tampa. He's a, he's a popular streamer, he's one of the mm. top players on uh Star Citizen. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you like the if you like the space exploration game, mm-hmm. or, and you know, yeah, going. I love on, those games. I'll I'll introduce you to him. He's he is really really good. He's got in contact with the devs, and they reach out to him for opinions. A whole bunch of stuff. He's he's really well known. That's cool. And but he plays standing up. I'm like, really? wait one second. You're streaming. And you're standing up. He goes, yeah. Look. And I'm like, what the heck? And, For hours, he plays like that. For hours, he'll do twelve-hour streams. He'll do eight-hour streams, standing up. And is very—he's probably like the second person that I know that will just do something like totally different than the norm of it. What anybody does, you're streaming. You're sitting down. You're relaxed. Get a comfy chair, whatever, Mm -hmm. and and just just play. But no, he's doing it standing up wow and he's so used to it so (laughs) i'm like well kudos to you i don't know how can you do it
0: yeah i know i know that people like will stand up for like an hour or two you know stretch yourself they'll play a little bit standing up but i i've never i've never heard about anyone playing like their entire session standing up that's uh,
1: yeah wow the entire and and i and i ask him what do you have what do you do to? i mean you're very comfy he bought this uh Special mat, I think that's what the barbers use. Is like rubber mm. so you can stand, so it doesn't make sense hurt you, hurt your back or anything. It, you know, the those cushion, that doesn't take a toll. Uh, what do you call them? A uh, stress uh, relief or whatever? So, yeah, it's, it's a weird name. So yeah, he uses that to to, to game. So that's awesome. Man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that that so, <laughs> you know the you had your style of holding your, your mouse and mm-hmm. then you know, it, everybody has a unique style. I have seen people play with their keyboard literally sideways and yeah, completely half, you know, like half a moon. You just like, like, what the heck? <laughs> that?
0: Yeah. I played my keyboard at like a 45 degree angle, but yeah, some people play with it at a 90 degree angle and it's like, yeah, it's, there. there's a lot of ways that, you know, people, you know, everyone's different. Everyone has their different ways and, and, you know stuff like that luckily for me i'm my physical condition is still good you know i'll get back pains when i used to play like that but it's nothing that is like irreversible or anything or or like i have pain i don't have pain to this day or something you know but there's some people out there and like if you know this uh player called from league of legends his name is like uzi and he's like 23 i think or he might be like 24 now but um you know the, the doctors have told him that you know, his arms and his bones and his, you know, muscle structure is like equivalent of like a 55 or 60 year old. And he's only 23. It's because of like, yeah, because of how much he plays and, and, and um, I guess his posture and stuff. So it's very important for anyone who's, you know, playing to, you know, be, uh you know, keep that in mind because
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, of a 55 is like, so his muscles is really got screwed up doing that. Yeah,
0: he had to he had to take a break for a while because of that.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I mean, the, the worst I heard is people. I know somebody that was having heart problems because they were just taking so much caffeine to stay up mm. to be gaming late in the mornings and wee hours at one, two, three, four o'clock in the morning, and then he. He and I talked not long about thing like a year, almost a year, yeah, like a year or more ago. And he stated he had a he had to seek a doctor and seek wow. help because he was having heart issues, and they had to put him in so much medication and etc. He had to stay off of caffeine and a whole bunch of stuff because, that's awful. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these. A lot of these young guys, they do whatever it takes to stay up. Mm-hmm. Then you, you see them, you know, hey, I need some help. My sleep schedule is way off. Yeah. Of course, you've been playing two, three, four, five in the morning mm-hmm. till eight o'clock. And then you go to sleep and then you wake up, do what you got to do. Then you go back to gaming at four o'clock in the afternoon. All the way up to four o'clock in the morning, six or seven o'clock in the morning. Of course, you do that every single day and not sleep a lot. You're going to have a toll on your body. Then you're drinking a whole bunch of stuff to stay up. And then you're like, oh, I'm taking, you know, Red Bulls or taking, you know, stuff even stronger than that, monsters and, yeah, and loading yourself up with Mountain Dew. Of course, it's going to take a toll on your body. It's going to do something.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll, you know, a lot of people, especially in the in the pro community, you know, take stuff like that. I'm sure you've seen the clips of like Yeti shotgun in a rain. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You know stuff like that, but um, even like me, like I, I drink a monster. I drink at least one monster every day. Sometimes two, every day for you know years. You know, and I would go on. Um, detoxes though I will say that was the one thing I did I would go on a detox I would take about a month and a half to two months and just completely cut it out to you know so my body resets Um, that way I could just feel the caffeine again but um it actually isn't of until recent until I actually put down monster because I could never drink coffee I didn't like the taste I I you know, I, I tried it from Starbucks. I tried the, you know, the super sweet, you know, stuff like that, and then mm-hmm. I tried it just black, and and I just, I, I, I couldn't enjoy it. So, um, but as you see, you know, today, um, I actually am drinking coffee, and I this is something I just recently picked up, probably about two months ago. I started yeah. drinking coffee. I put Monster down completely, and um, good for you, man. And yeah, stuff like that. And you know, my doctor said that I have a fatty liver, and I don't, I don't drink at all. So, you know, my oh, you mom, said- <laughs> yeah, you said what?
1: I said you too. <laughs> I got a liver as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, you know, my mom, you know, my mom and her were also saying that, you know, that a lot of sugar doesn't help it and the monster definitely doesn't help it. So that was a, a a big thing for me to, um, you know, especially move, move over to coffee and and give it a, give it another go. And I'm glad I did because, uh Yeah. I don't want that to turn into anything,
1: you know. Yeah, that could, that could uh, turn into some some stuff. Usually, people that drink alcohol, a lot of alcohol, mm-hmm. out, get fatty, fatty liver, and and that's it's not good. You're uh, you're taking the right path. by yeah. switching over to something organic, something something clean, and. I mean there's a tons of creamers out there. That's one of them you are gonna like is gonna taste good. Just mm-hmm. add it onto your coffee if you like the vanilla, if you like the pumpkin spice, or they <laughs> have tons of those. Yeah. And remember, not all coffee tastes the same. Then you're gonna have to test out which coffee yeah, out there. Blend. Yeah, yeah, which blend you're gonna like. <laughs> and you're gonna find one and you say, you know what? I like this one. This one I enjoyed. This is smooth. This is like this. And you take it, and then you find a creamer. Sugars, you got to watch out which sugars you're going to take. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's some, I, I always recommend the brown sugar, the sugar yeah. king, the natural ones, organic, even better. You know, it doesn't have any, anything else uh, added on to it. It's pretty much clean, but that's good. Cause I'll tell you right now you're off monster. That's the, probably the best thing you ever did. A <laughs> yeah, yeah. kids don't know it. I'm going to tell you. It takes a toll on your body later on because you're doing this every single day. does yep. your body says, "Hey, I can't take it. You. You're you're putting something in your body that just it's just destroying it. It's like it's like you're driving on turbo every single day or nitro. Of course, that's going to take toll on the engine. Mm-hmm. Even PCs, you overclock a PC. That's overclocking has repercussions at the end yeah. if you overclock the system all the time and you're using that power it's gonna later on your motherboard some other parts are gonna say okay i give up can't yeah. take it you know? that's why they always say you know before you overclock it be make sure 100 this is what you want to do because it's going to void all the warranties you have in it and just say goodbye
0: yeah you got to take care of your you know you got to take care of your body you know and that's I think a lot of us, you know, gamers get distracted with that and especially competitive players, you know what I mean? Like, you know, um we we do stuff to make our performance better, whether it's like drink monsters to stay up, you know, late or have a bad posture like I did because you play better with it, you know, type deal. But um yeah, you really you know, even for the casual player, you know, you really gotta you really gotta take care of yourself and and actually you know like i guess listen to your body you know you you want to make sure you're healthy because you know the longer you're healthy you know the more you'll probably be able to be able to enjoy gaming and you know stuff like that you don't
1: yeah your your body will tell you at the end of the day you're going to you're going to start feeling mm-hmm. weird or or you start to you know use the bathroom and you're peeing and it's like super dark yellow and it's like wait one second i, I need to watch <laughs> my system here because it's too dark you know. Now I'm freaking out. But like I tell mm. er- you know, everyone just go talk to a professional, go talk to a doctor, seek professional help. They're going to give you what the best advice ever. And they're going to tell you what to do. So, so yeah, streaming, streaming does take, take a lot of time. I mean, I, I watch you stream. I mean, you're phenomenal and I know you got a lot of people that miss you. I mean, I know you're trying to find a game, mm. uh, that you're trying to like stick stick to, but you don't have to be that type of streamer. You could be a streamer yeah. that stream multiple games and it doesn't matter. You you just want to make it entertaining. And I know certain people that you're gonna attract, you're gonna have your followers. Every every gamer out there they want to follow someone that's definite into one game. Mm-hmm. This is why, for an example, the, the, my friend that I tell you that that plays uh, Star Citizen, he'll play, he'll play that game, and his lobby is, is his channel is packed. But then he'll say, "Okay, today I'm going to play War, uh, War, uh, not War, war uh, World of Tanks, Then mm. Tanks." You know, then he'll switch to that. But when he does that, his viewership goes. Yeah, he misses half of it. He's like down to like probably like fifty people, eighty people. Yeah, like dude, what happened? You had like you know 300, oh, dude. three hundred. Oh, <laughs> going on, and it's because he switched games. Then he'll go back later on. Go back to Star Citizen. Then then he goes Zoom. Gets back yeah. to his his higher you know higher viewers. You know, all these people come back that kind of sucks because mm-hmm. you want all you want all your fans with you you want all the people to watch you play different variety games and have fun with you yeah because your enjoyment is going to be my enjoyment you having fun i'm going to have fun you know i'm seeing mm-hmm. you having a good time and and i'm going to be asking questions oh what do you do here what's that how you like it get your opinion and if you say it's awesome then i'm going to end up buying it and you know or getting it as well and and playing it myself as well yeah. But yeah,
0: I would love to, you know, stream and, and everything. And, and I think it's something I'm still going to do. Like, um, you know, in my in my spare time, obviously, I'm going to continue to learn coding and, um, you know, HTML, CSS, JavaScript. That's that's my main focus right now. And then, you know, in the evenings when I have spare time and stuff like that, I would love to, you know, continue to stream and stuff. But, you know, it's like, it's like what you said. It's, you know, I've, I've been known to play Siege and I go and play games like League. Like, um, you know, obviously the viewership drops, you know, a lot. But you will also get people who come in there and be like, hey, man, like, wow, I never knew you played League. And, you know, this is awesome. Like, you know, they'll stick around and they'll watch. But then you'll also get uh, people who come in and they'll be like, dude, you used to average 800 viewers on TSM back in the day now look at you. What a fall off. And I'm just like, dude, what are you saying, dude? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, come on, dude. Like, I mean, it doesn't really like bother me, but it's like, what kind of like, you know what I mean? Like where, like there should be like some sort of like common sense of like, you don't, you don't like say that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like,
1: well, those are usually just young kids. They don't even know the algorithm yeah. of, of, of how streaming works and they just go by what they see as numbers i could tell you like for an example macy j is not getting the same numbers as he used to uh, no
0: snow streamer isn't siege no sneer-
1: now you bring jinxie along that's a different story yeah yeah and he, he's not a professional no nah, he's he, not he's he's a console player and he is just destroying Basically, everybody in Twitch.
0: Oh, yeah. He's like the number one, number two streamer. One. Yeah, on you the, on the
1: platform. People, they're playing their games and everything. They're pros and their games. They're not pulling in the same numbers. The other yeah. day, not long ago, he pulled in uh, when it was, um, he uh, was hosting the Bolo versus Tyco. Yeah. What was it? 104,000? Yeah, some, something like that. Yeah, 104. Yeah. It was a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, that goes to show like, you. Man. Yeah, I mean, that goes to show you, too, it's like, you know, even the game that you play, you know, it might not be the most popular game, because I think, you know, everyone can agree that Siege has declined, you know, quite a bit, like you said, you know, the viewership for everyone, you know, Macy, J and Bolo used to get, you know, five 6k viewers consistently, even when I used to stream back in the day, I'd get 800, King George would get, you know, five 6k, and now they're all down to like, what, 1500 and stuff. But then you Not, have even that.
1: Not even that, just less than a thousand. Uh, yeah. George gets like up. 600. Yeah. Yeah, 500. Uh, well, you know, the thing is, you got, I, I believe in this industry, you got to spice it up. Mm-hmm. You got to bring something different to the table as well. You can't be the same person. You got to know how to, you for know, for five years. Yeah. You got to, you got to, yeah. And, and that will help you gain. Also, you're going to have to gain new, New, new fo- you're gonna get new followers and how you're gonna get to entertain those new followers that come in mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot a lot of people don't know there's a lot to streaming than what it seems no there Not is yeah you just go on your computer and just start playing your video games you gotta be attentive you gotta talk to your chat you gotta make sure you yeah, it's exhausting. yeah it is exhausting it it could be stressful sometimes and it's like man i'm just better off not even streaming at all so i can <laughs> just relax and have a good time
0: yeah see and that's that's also a thing is a lot of people think that you know when you're streaming they're like oh you know that's you know cool you just get on you're playing video games like no like it's not the same because the, the people who say that stuff um it's not the same as you just getting on and playing a game, you know, with you and your buddies like, like, yeah, sure. Like the streamers are also doing that, but they have to literally like, mo- like, a, like people like Jinxie and, you know, the really big streamers, you have to put on a show. Literally, you have to put oh, yeah. on a show. That's for, what he does. Put on a show. Yeah. For like eight, 10, 12 hours a day, you know, six, seven days a week. It's not just, Oh, you know, he's just playing video games for that long. Like, no, you have to put on a show. You have to be entertaining. You have to interact with people, and it's very exhausting. It's very tiring, and you know, that's like one thing. Like for me, it's like, you know, I would I would like to you know stream in my in my spare time, and if it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. But um, you know, there's other stuff that you know I want to do, and and streaming eight to ten hours is like very exhausting, and I don't know if I'm gonna have energy to do everything else I want after that. So it's uh you know it's it's very exhausting for people that don't think it, it it um it is i mean i hope you get to experience it one day but it, it is very exhausting
1: oh it is I, I i i streamed a lot before to the point that i kind of like gave up on it um i will try to go in from time to time just play for like one hour or two mm-hmm. any pop anybody pops up then fine if not you know fine as well i just i just do it do it for fun for fun it's the best
0: way to do it though that's what you have to do you know if you don't enjoy doing it you can't
1: yeah because the thing is you're gonna stress yourself over it what's going on with my viewers why they're not staying Mm -hmm. or why they come and go why am i getting 10 viewers why am i not getting you know 100 or 10 or 20 you know you're gonna stress over that then you're gonna be walking on eggshells when somebody comes in and 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 start cussing or using language that you kind of like feel kind of okay. This guy is stretching, he's going borderline. Should I ban him? Should I kick him? But then again, I'm going to lose a viewer, and you know all this stuff comes into your mind, and then you're thinking about okay, that person just subbed. There's money involved, etc. There's so much stress into it, and it, it, it comes to a point that it, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. more worried about. So, I fully understand you why you don't stream most <laughs> of the time because you just like, you want to relax. And gaming yeah. is a hobby, it's something to relax and have a good time. Exactly. Yeah. And if you're going to play being stressed, you're just better off. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't get yeah. to stream. I've, I've lived again, at the peak of that. <laughs> yeah. But then again, you got your people that are loyal, they love you, yeah. they'll yeah. do whatever. And they just can't wait to see you see you stream again. Now, what's really crazy about the algorithm of 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 Twitch is that you could had and I talked to this before. I think I, I I don't know who was I think I had on the show was uh, with Chris Lama or somebody. Uh, was that you could see that this person has so and so amount could have like a hundred thousand or a million followers. You're like, mm-hmm. wow, this guy's big. But when they stream, they're only getting 15,000.
2: They're yeah. getting
1: yeah. 10,000 viewers every single time they they go live. And, and sometimes I question myself. I'll say, okay, something is not right. What's going on here? You got 3 million, 5 million followers. And out of that 5 million followers, you're only getting ten thousand viewers Mm. you would assume you would have gotten like half of it or or something at least a million okay i got i got five million followers but every single time i go in i'm getting a million viewers it's really weird it's very very strange how the viewerships it goes very very low
0: yeah it's like um even like my twitch channel my twitch channel has I think I have a little bit over hundred K, you know, followers and that's a lot for someone who plays oh, Siege. Yeah, really know? good. Yeah, yeah so. it's, it's a lot. Um because, you know, back in the day at, at the peak of my streaming, you know, um, I was getting, you know, on average seven, eight hundred viewers. I was dude, I was getting like five hundred view five hundred followers a stream sometimes. So I'd stream like eight to ten hours and eight hundred viewers. I, I was getting a lot of a lot of viewers and you know, like I said, now when I start my stream up and I go play like league. Or something, I'll get like thirty viewers and you know, people come to my stream and they'll be like, dude, you have a hundred K followers, why do you only have thirty viewers? And it's like, you know, like most of my followers are from years ago. They're from a different game. And to be quite honest, um, there's probably quite a few of the people in that, you know, in the followers list that just have new accounts now or something too. You know what I mean? It's just True. So yeah. it's yeah, but um or they, you know, a lot of these people follow hundreds, probably thousand people when they get on. They don't, you know. Yeah. So. They
1: just, exactly. They just follow to follow. Yeah. A, hundred, you know, a lot of people. Now, what um, with with streaming? What computer do you you have? What what type of rig? What's sort the of specs do you have on your your PC?
0: Um. Yeah. I bought this PC a a few years back. Um, TSM obviously gave me a few PCs, but this one. Um, I think I have a thirty um thirty eighty Ti and I have a I have a Ryzen CPU. I forget which one it is exactly, but um yeah, I could stream Siege on this is my only rig I have set up for streaming. I do have other PCs I could set up for streaming, which I was always tempted to try, but I know setting up the configuration with audio and stuff like that is a bit of a headache with all that, so I never really um did it because on this pc i could stream siege at you know 1080p um at about 260 to 300 fps so it always did me fine
1: yeah the 3080 ti that's phenomenal yeah till today i don't care about that 40 series uh for you know that's i i i have some friends of mine say hey you're gonna upgrade you're gonna upgrade i'm gonna say i have a 3070 ti yeah I don't need to upgrade. I'm going to wait to the, mm-hmm. the, you know, the 5,000 series come out because the 4,000 doesn't. Yeah. And you know, it's, I I just, it's going to be a waste. If now, if I had a, an older one than what I have now, then fine. But I'm not going to waste my money. The 3070 Ti will do just excellent. If it could run my, my flight simulator, uh, really good. <laughs> That's all I need, yeah. and I know I'm not maxing it out because that game—that's a totally different beast. It uses every component of your, mm-hmm. your hardware. It will use up all your memory. You need to have the, the fastest memory card, processor. Yeah, I mean, so much to, stuff to it. But with, with your system, you're you're perfectly fine for streaming anything. You can even, yeah, you can even do. Uh, how, how much RAM do you have?
0: 32. I even can stream that's Tarkov cool. at 1080. I can stream pretty much any game at 1080p.
1: Yeah, you're perfect. I mean, with that card, you could even do 4K.
0: Yeah, I mean, you probably could.
1: <laughs> yeah, you could do 4K. 38. If I could do 4K, you could do you know 4K. Of course, my frame rates will drop down, but yeah. with your 3080 Ti, that's that's you're perfectly good. You could do you could, do, you could yeah, do 4K, I'm, I'm you could not do gonna. Yeah, I think 2K would be perfect.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't see a point, and I'm like the type of dude where I don't. I don't spend like money unless, like, I'm I'm a frugal guy. Like, like I have this PC. Like, I'm not gonna honestly probably ever upgrade this thing until the games that I play, you know, need an upgrade. You know, correct. So yeah, I'm, just
2: <laughs> I'm not just gonna
0: go and buy a new, you know, a new graphics card for, you know, it's two two or of three K.
1: But and then you, I I know some people that were upgrading their their 3090s. Yeah. 3090 graphics. Oh, I got to (laughs) upgrade it. And I'm like, you got a 3090. Why do you need a 4090 for? Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Because of my games. I said, what game do you play? Rainbow Six Siege. (laughs) I said, are you kidding me? You must be. That's the only game you play. Yes. (laughs) You don't need a 4090. Your 3090 will do perfect. As a matter of fact, a 3060 will do. A 2080 will do perfect.
0: Even you for Siege.
1: A, yeah. Even for, for Siege, Sp- you
0: just need like a, a good CPU.
1: Yeah, that's all you need. You know? Yeah. And then what's really funny is that they once they install this big you know, clunker, <laughs> this massive beast of graphics card. Can I get a new case. <laughs> no. <laughs> what they do is they go to the game setting and they lower down the. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God, why are you lowering it if that could just eat the game alive?
0: Yeah, if you're a competitive player, you know, most competitive players, that's what you do. You know, you lower all the settings down to low, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, I mean, yeah, as long as, you know, you're getting, you know, enough FPS for, you know, your monitor's refresh rate, like, you're fine. Like, you know, if you yeah. have a 240 monitor, if you get 240 FPS, there's no
1: sense of upgrading. There's, or, no, there's no sense. Now... Yeah. If you tell me, okay, I want to get into Flight Sim, I want to get into Star Citizen, I want to get into mm-hmm. some other games that uses high-intense uh, graphics, uh, Bethesda games usually are like that. They, they, yeah. they will fuck up a lot. Then fine, you could upgrade with 30. and the 30 series, you're you're perfectly fine for the next, i would say, another five years. You'd be, you'd be good to go. These... Developers. I mean, remember these companies, Graphics Card, NVIDIA and, and Radeon, they gotta make money somehow. Just like so Apple. Every <laughs> year, yeah. The, every year they're gonna upgrade and just little twitches, little things here and there. This is why they still do the comparison of the 3080 Ti versus the third the or 4080s, and they just like it's very minimal. Well, this one will give you 10 frame rates more. I mean, ten? Come on, seriously? Yeah. Nah, I don't. There's no game out there right now that that could make <laughs> these cars that we got to to, to yeah. struggle.
0: Uh, if you got money to throw around, I guess you know, go for it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no. Save your yeah. save your
1: money. I mean, right now you're doing your college stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you're gonna League of Legends is a is a is a that's a really big. Oh, yeah, it is. Big game. I didn't know that the fan base was that
0: massive. Oh, it's one of the... Yeah, it's one of the biggest games out there, and it's been like that for, for, you know, for years. The hardest thing for me, though, is streaming a game that I'm, like, not very good at. So, like, for me, like, in league, I'm, like, Emerald, uh, you know. You know, the new season just started, so I want to hit Diamond. Um, You know, which is... um, Not super high, but um, it's, like... Uh, it's probably like above middle of the pack. Um, and it's just it's hard for me, you know, as a competitive player who, you know, played Siege at the highest level for years, it's so hard for me to play a game and get shit on and and put on a, a smile.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? It's hard for me to do that. Have you ever been have you ever uh played and and, and you got beaten at a game and you would tell that person, yeah, let's. Why don't you switch over to Rainbow? Play against
0: him? <laughs> uh, occasionally. Occasionally, yep, it has happened. I, I
2: remember,
0: yeah, back in the day, you know, when I first started playing, Siege, you know, and I was starting to get really good. I would, you know, I'd make bets from my IRL friends, and they're like, "Listen, if I beat you in a one v one, you got to buy two k." And I'm like, "Oh goodness!" And he ended up beating me, and I had to buy two k. And I'm like, "Ah." Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that's funny because I I'm. What a what, what game I was playing? I think I was playing. What was it? Overwatch two or something? I, I was getting crushed. I was oh, yeah. getting beat. I told <laughs> so one of my buddies, I, said, "I tell you what, why don't you, why don't you uh, switch over to Rainbow? Just a quick, let's <laughs> see how you look." I, said, I don't know, I was like, yeah, <laughs> you talk you're talking all that, but come on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That that I I bet that that does happen not only to you to a lot of people There are pros at one game oh, yeah. who are the best they won and then when they go to another game and they're playing it they're like man reality hits okay I'm not good at this game I'm I'm basically a silver mm-hmm. to speak you know on a, on a yeah. rainbow term and he's gonna have to work up your way up 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 to get good now when you were with tsm have you got to meet any other pros from other games because tsm was in weren't they in uh, league of Legends as well
0: yeah 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 so i i've got to meet quite a few people so like myth you know the streamer um yeah. okay yeah, yeah myth yeah myth is a myth is actually kind of like a good friend of ours he would come down to vegas and We'd we'd go out to dinner with him, you know, just just like me, Bo, him, Pojo would go to like we would just go out to dinner with him and just hang out. But I've met all the um, I've met all the big timers at TSM too, um, Andy, um, a lot of the executives now. Some of them have obviously like uh, moved on, like Walter has and. Um, I've met, you know, Imperial HAL and all the Apex guys, because they used to live in Vegas as well, and, um, yeah, no, it's opened me up to, like, a lot of, um, like, avenues, I guess, in, in the gaming scene, like, I've been able to branch off a lot into it, like, I I met, like, Summit one day at a dream. this was before TSM, but I met him at a Dreamhack one day, and then, um back in like 2018 I think at uh, DreamHack Austin and I took a picture with him and stuff and then later on you know when I was on TSM and everything I guess he came across my profile and cuz I posted the picture of us and then he ended up following me back and everything so I was like that you know fanboy moment for me cuz I always liked watching Summit you
1: know Summit was
0: a really chill dude and I enjoyed watching him but um
1: very talking about Summit very very nice guy yeah um he was playing with a buddy of mine in Halo and then during his chat, I was talking to him, telling him you know certain things, and then he went end up ended up following me on on Twitter. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I wanted to post that, it's like guess who's yeah. following me? But I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. That's a little bit too much bragging, right there. But I said, fine, you know. But he's a very very chill guy, very very cool, very mellow. You know, it's not I. I when he's streaming, he doesn't show that cockiness and mm-hmm. doesn't talk to you or chat with you. Doesn't care who you are. He's very, very nice guy. Those are the type yeah. of people that I like to hang out with. Feel like that? Just you know, if you're you're nerdy or oh, who cares? If we'll you're quiet, fine, perfect, cool. I I don't care if you have like big numbers on your stream or you need to have. If you're chill, you're nice and fine. Yeah. And he's one of the guys that has a big amount of viewerships, and when he's when he's streaming, hits out to fifteen or you know seventeen, whatever. But he's still very humble, really cool guy. Yeah, he's very, very chill, very chill. Now those people that I know that they have two or three viewers, they're very chill. Then fine, I'll support you. I don't care, and and I'll I'll hang out there in the channel as much as I can, because I, I watch Twitch a lot while I'm at work. But I, I basically don't be looking at my phone. I listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Because I have- Podcast I've, kind of. <laughs> yeah, like a podcast kind of way. <laughs> I just listen to you. You're talking, whatever. And if I could go in real quick and text something in, I will. But you know, I, as you know, I work in, a me- in the medical field. So I got to keep an eye on my patients. And I'm, I'm a tech. I'm not a doctor. People think, you do not. know. Nah, I'm not <laughs> just a tech. I work for the doctors. That's what I do. I just make sure they're they're doing their properly connected, everything's going well with mm-hmm. the heart rhythms, and that's that's what I do. So <clears throat> I gotta keep an eye on the EKG constantly. So I'm just listening to, to the stuff. You know, so I just whatever's entertaining, whatever's nice, really cool, that's what I watch. Yeah. I tend to tune in. So so now as for you, you went to Dark Zero, you stood there for three months, you did some streaming now you're thinking about streaming anything else. I mean, now you're studying and is what's, what's more, is there anything you're trying to uh, achieve now for the future? Other than that, and you're thinking, are you going to get married, fiance or (laughs) Uh,
0: eventually I just moved into a new house actually with my, with my girlfriend. Um, Okay. So we've been together a little over a year now, Um, you know, and that's, that was that, that was also kind of a big deal for the reasons why I retired too from Siege is because, you know, I'm looking more into get, to start a family here in the near future. You know, within the next year, two, three years, I want to get married. I want to have, you know, kids and stuff like that. And um, with Siege, like, you know, I love Siege and everyone who plays it, you know, keep playing it. Um, but for me, I didn't see much of a long-term future in it as a pro player. Um mm-hmm. And, um, I'm sure that's no surprise to a lot of people. And, you know, I, you know, I hope it turns around. I really do. Um, but for me, like that was a very big thing for me is that I wanted to, I want to have something more long-term and, um, yeah. So, but yeah, in the future.
1: Yeah. You want something long-term, something stable. Something stable. Yeah, yeah. For my family. For your family. Cause a lot of pro players. Uh, That's one of the things that I, I that I took from from uh, from Kickstar, rest his soul, um, mm-hmm. Was that he said that he was so much under pressure because people say, like, "Are you coming back? Are you coming back? You want to?" He goes, "Listen, now. I want to stay where I'm at. I got a job. This is what I do. I do casting, and I'm comfortable here, and and I could be here for years." Oh, when you're a pro you're walking on eggshells because you never know they're going to pull you in and say hey listen we're going to have to let you go exactly
0: and then you might not get that other opportunity and that you know that brings me to another point is like to a lot of pro players or not even necessarily pro players even like streamers because streamers are kind of in the same you know field like it's you know if you're a big streamer like you're kind of you know secured but you know, I, I, I don't mean to talk down, but even when you look at people like King George, you know, and you or Bolo or Macy J or like people in siege, you see their viewership drop, you know, you gotta be careful right. and 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 not only to pro players, I'm talking to streamers too. Um I would just recommend you be kind of frugal with your money. You know what I mean? You need to save money and have a backup plan, you know what I'm saying? Like
1: 100 percent with you yeah yeah like
0: listen i like the philosophy of i don't need a backup plan this is my only plan you know so it's gonna work and you know stuff like that like yeah i I understand it's cool you know i used to be that dude too but um take it from someone (laughs) who just recently i love
1: (laughs) it but that's not the one
0: to go take it from someone who recently retired like i you know i'm not in pressure to go and get a job real quick and do that while I'm studying still. You know, I have time, I can study, I can figure out what's next for me. So that's my only thing is like if you are, you know, pursuing something in a pro, a professional setting, like, you know, in esports or, you know, in streaming so stuff like that, I just I I just hope that people are doing other stuff at the same time. You know, if you're trying to be a pro go to school, do something, you know, until like, you know, you make it big, big time, I guess. And even when you do, I guess, make it big time, you know, save that, save some money, you know, have for a rainy day, don't go and, you know, buy $5,000 shoes and, you know, all this stuff, like, you know, yeah. cause you never know what the future is going to hold. And, you know, one day it might not be there and yeah, just be smart.
1: 100% with you. And that happened to me happened to me. I was, uh, I was into, I was in marketing. I worked for a, uh, this company that actually you got to get recruited to get work for them. Um, what we did is we helped restore, uh, car businesses, mm-hmm. dealerships, and I was making averaging 105, uh, 105 a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And, and I was making really good money, then I would be averaging two three thousand uh five thousand uh, sometimes a week. This was weekly two three thousand dollars a yeah. week yeah yeah, just averaging three thousand a week and more. There's been times that that i would just look at my briefcase and I'll look and then I'll see, man, I have this three thousand dollars check. I forgot to catch it in <laughs> it's like a month and a half old. my like, dang. Let me put this in the bank before (laughs) it voids or whatever. (laughs) And was making a lot of money. But then again, I was wasting a lot of money, too. I Mm -hmm. didn't care because this is going to be my job forever. Yeah. Brother, that's when uh, GM went bankrupt. My career went down the hill. Mm. The owner of the company said, "Eh, you know what, guys? GM went bankrupt. I lost all the contracts but I'm good cuz I saved up all my money and I'm a millionaire now got my millions so folks I'm cl- I'm shutting business I'm closing mm-hmm. and I'm going to live off of this and my stocks that I invested and whatever and, and he was done this guy mm-hmm. was in his 30s yeah late 30s and I was like dang and then I looked back I was like I was so dumb with my money why didn't I save it? I was kicked <laughs> myself in the rear a million times. I was so upset. Yeah. Because I didn't save. And I tell tell a lot of my friends, tell a lot of people, listen, save your money. You're yep. making good money. Mm-hmm. Yes. Keep your keep it quiet. Stay humble. Save your money. Because there's gonna come a time that when the streaming is not fun no more. Your your certain things are gonna be more important to you. Yeah, what you're gonna have you, exactly. You no, know, you can't. Pro players, a lot of pro players say, "Well, I get done with pro league. Well, I got my stream, my my fans and stream on Twitch. I could still or kick or whatever. I could still make money off of." but let me tell you, mm. it doesn't happen like that. Nope, <laughs> it, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't happen like that. I know the number one player right now. Uh, And I mean, this guy was the goat of Halo Mm -hmm. and he I mean, there was he was like, geez, I don't think anybody was better. I mean, he was like the number one for years. He him and his brother won like 50 or 40 championships in, in, in that game. Yeah. And they won a lot and they were number one. And now when they go in and they start streaming, they're only getting, what, 40? 50, 60 viewers? Yeah, no, it's,
2: it's hard money. out
1: there. They're not making money at all, you know? They're not making that much. Yeah. Now, they go for an event to do a special thing. That's where they're going to make their money. But now, this new generation that comes in, they don't even know who they are. Yeah.
0: No, I just, that's why I brought it up, too, is because I see a lot of, like, me and... Okay, Bolo, you know, obviously everyone knows Bolo, yeah. but me, me and Bolo used to go, and we would literally go shop at Ross. You know, we're over here, you know, you know, we're making good money on TSM. You know, we won the world championship. You know, we got, we got a pretty good payday, you know, but we're over here going to shop at Ross because, you know, we just, but, um, a lot of pro players, especially, you know, they're, you know, they're in fashion and, you know, I get that and all that, but I'm just, yeah, because I'll see a lot of people go and like I said, they'll spend their whole paycheck on an outfit and stuff like that. And I'm just like, dude. I hope you got some put away because um, you know, the rainy day, you know, if it, I you know, I hope it, hope it doesn't come, but it may. And um, yeah, I mean, to even go back to the, the streaming point that you just brought up too, it's like, you know, I was a pro player and I, I feel like out of most of the rainbow six pro players, I was one of the most, cons- um, one of the most consistent in terms of streaming, creating content and stuff like that. Amo you know, between a lot of pros like there's very few probably pros that did it more than me and um I mean like obviously I haven't gave streaming like a really really good shot like I've only ever streamed for like a week or two consistently like since then but um yeah I mean it's it's tough so you know don't think you know when you know when it's all said and done oh I'm just gonna go do this and I'm you know probably not gonna earn as much as I did pro but like trust me it's 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 a lot harder than you think it is and um, you know, maybe you'll be like me, and when you get done with whatever you're doing, you don't even want to stream because you might not enjoy it as much anymore, or enjoy the game as much, or, and stuff like that. So you just got to be, so you just got to be careful, and you got to be, you know,
1: smart with your money. So there's people that that totally once they get done with pro league, they they sell their PCs. They're like done with it.
0: Oh yeah.
1: I don't want to play no more. Oh to yeah. Get up. I rather just I want to dedicate to something so totally different. Um and they're just like done. They don't even stream. Mhm. They don't even uh Happens a lot of pro players. Yeah, they just like they got burned out over it and then, you know, they just like they're, they're done. They don't want to they don't want to deal with it no more.
0: Yeah cuz you know gaming you know it, like you said like we said at the beginning it's it's a hobby and when you're a pro player you're putting in 10 12 hours a day it's not a hobby for you at that point it it's a job
2: correct it it's is. a job mm-hmm. yeah
0: it, it's a job and you're putting in a lot of time and effort and you're making a lot of good memories but you're also burning yourself out and when i first retired i didn't play for the first I didn't play much games for the first month after I retired. I went and I did a lot of stuff outside, you know. I went fishing. I went to the beach. I went and did a lot of stuff. Um, but, you know, I'm naturally I'm always going to game. It's just what games I play. Like I said, I enjoy yeah. other other games now. But um, there's some people that I'm very good friends with who, like you said, they used to be pro players and they haven't – they sold their, their, you know their PC systems or they haven't even been on in, in months, you know. And it, yeah. if it happens you get burnt out
1: yeah that 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 happens a lot there was a guy on your team, oh jeez look at me my brain is <laughs> not here now uh um, chala no he he just he when t s m left he, he i think he left as well um uh, gasher gasher my
0: God.
1: yeah Sorry, he, still plays,
0: <laughs> he still plays valorant actually he uh i think he's trying to do that in his spare time but um yeah yeah i feel bad for gasher and snake but yeah
1: yeah gasher sure. i i he was really excited and uh he followed me on on, on a good guy very good guy very yeah. good guy got a, he was actually my i think he was the the first pro that got to follow me on Twitter. I was I, I was <laughs> like, oh, this is so freaking cool, Because uh, yeah. I was friends with pa- I'm friends with Packer mm-hmm. and, and Tristan and all them. They're kind of they were the ones that kind of Packer was the one that kind of introduced me to the pro league world. Yeah, yeah, and that's how I became friends with so many and got to eventually mod for over thirty pro players. Yeah. Bunch of pro and semi pros.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I I feel bad for both Gasher and Snake because they only ever lived in the TSM house for like a month and a half, two months, and they got to experience like, you know,
1: a little glimpse.
0: Yeah, they got to experience it a little bit. I experienced that for you know, two and a half years living in Vegas in a, in a nice house, you know, making good money and playing, traveling the world and stuff like that. And I just, I feel bad for both of those guys because they got to experience it for a month or two. Obviously, um,
1: this is a team house or this was a house you rented? This is a team house
0: that, team that house. TSM, okay. yeah, TSM yeah. had, you know, they paid for everything. They We didn't pay for anything. The only thing we bought was food. Um, okay. But yeah, they, you know, they got to experience it a little bit you know, they moved out there for a month, month and a half, two months. And then, um, but yeah, I just, I feel bad for them. And I, I feel bad for a lot of the upcoming, you know, Siege pros. Because in my opinion, I don't think a lot of them will ever experience that. And it's sad because, you know, when I look back, I had such great memories, man. That was so awesome. And it was just so good. You know, I loved it, every wow.
1: single bit of it.
0: And I just feel bad because I think some people won't get to experience it. And I hope, I hope they do.
1: So sad. Yeah. Gasher, yeah, I know. He said he was going to <clears throat> to go to to Valorant. He's,
0: yeah, he's playing back. Valorant, and he's still in school. As far as I'm aware, I haven't talked to him too much, but
1: yeah, I try to try to reach out to him, but it's been a while back. I haven't 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 reached out, but when I did, you know, I was just checking on him, seeing if he's doing okay. He hasn't streamed. I haven't seen him stream. Yeah, he used to. Him.
0: He was on like a long streak, you remember when he was on TSM, he was doing like hot wing challenges and everything. I loved
1: it. Yeah. He I mean, phenomenal, but I haven't even seen a post from him on, on 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 Twitter or nothing. So I'm I'm thinking okay, he's very occupied, he's super busy, he's probably doing, you know, something with school or work or whatever so that, that happened now has anybody tried to reach out to you to to join in to to come back or anything after dark zero uh
0: no no team has and and I, honestly I, I wouldn't like um i always said even after tsm i even after tsm i always said the only team that i would come and play for would be dark zero any oh, really? other yeah any team any other team i just i don't I just I don't see it. especially like these newer teams. Like I'm not trying to rebuild something. Like I built I built TSM from the start. Like that was my team I created in Challenger League. Um and I built it from the start. You know, I added, you know, Pojo, Gotcha, all the coaching, Mert, you know, Bo, everyone like, you know, I, I did I built that team and I'm not trying to rebuild it because it's a lot of stress and I don't think I had the passion for it anymore and i just knew dz was like solidified they had a structure and they had all that stuff so that was something that i could i think fit myself into um and i enjoyed it i really did um i enjoyed playing with those guys a lot
1: so why and why dz were you just really good friends with troy or
0: no i, I so me and troy we weren't like super good friends uh, i think we both have we both had a respect for each other you know like we never we talked we talked a little bit. I would say, you know, anytime we were at social events, like parties or yeah. after parties and stuff like that, we would talk. Um, so, yeah.
1: what do you guys have in between each other? You, you two yeah. you two male Mel lions. Yeah. yeah, we'd
0: play in the NAL when I was on TSM. He was on DZ. And we'd yell at each other, you know, after the rounds and stuff. But right. it was it was all competitiveness. And, and, you know, we loved it. And I just knew that they had a good environment. And I there is some things... You know, and I even told the guys on DZ, you know, me being like the captain and stuff of TSM and me building that team from the ground up, there's some things that I never got to implement that DZ had, and I told them this, that I wish I would have got to implement because they have some really good things going over there. Like, in my opinion, the number one thing is the team camaraderie. They have so much of it. Like, like on DZ, I actually believe that your teammates believe in you and stuff like that. And, um, on TSM, we did, I would say at the beginning, but you know, when you're on a team with the same people for two or three years, people start getting, it's just like jobs. People get very comfortable Mm -hmm. and they don't, they don't continue to, to say the small stuff like, yo, nice play, blah, blah, blah. You know, you got this, blah, blah, blah. They don't continue to
1: give you the compliments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: and you just get used to it and, or people just get used to you doing certain stuff and, you know, you doing X, you winning around, or blah, blah, blah. And they don't say anything. And it's just like, um, yeah, I mean, that's one thing that I really liked over there on DZ was just their, their camaraderie. They have, they have so much of it. And I actually believe that people on that team believe in each other. And it's, it's very good. And, and I even told them this when I left, I said, man, dude, I really wish I would have got to play with y'all more because I actually think we could, we could have did something great. Um, but unfortunately, yeah. it's just not in the cards for
1: me. Yeah, yeah, you, you had lots of fun. <clears throat> it's like Merc Merk now is having a lot of fun with wildcard. Mm, yeah. And you know, I mean, you you get to meet new people. You get you get you know you you find that click. Mm-hmm. You got a chemistry. He was with uh, SSG. He said it went yeah. w- really good over there, but then he went to. We're wild card, and it's a totally different atmosphere. Yeah. Something different, and and you know, he said he's having a blast. He likes it a lot, and um, he's he's happy. And we're yeah, we're happy. I mean, true. now I'm part of the org. I'm as a twist specialist and working communications, you know, and now I'm podcasting and etc. So I'm super happy about that, and it's 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 pretty fun. Being part of, of, of this organization, so I get get more. I get to know a little bit more things about what goes <laughs> like, behind the scenes that you just don't know, and you learn. Yeah, you know, now I get get to talk to some CEOs, and uh, it's it's pretty 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 fun. Pretty pretty neat environment. I didn't know all the work that goes into Pro League. Mm. You know, organization. These, yeah. these CEOs, I tip my hat off to them because it's so much work, mm-hmm. and, and I'm like, "Oh my God, you're that busy!" And they're like, "Yeah." yeah. I had uh, the CEO of M80 mm-hmm. come to the podcast, and he he was telling me how much you know how busy it is. I was like, "Wow!" And even <laughs> yeah, Marco, Marco, yeah. yeah, nice guy, very serious
0: guy. Yeah, I've Great. talked to Marco a bit too. He's he is a nice guy. I've, I met him at the NAL. Um, yeah, back when he was actually a part of Exit, though. Yes. Um, yes. yeah, he was back when he was part of Exit and Thomas was on the team. Thomas introduced me to him, and we sat by him, and we, we you know we watched the NAL game together because you know he owned Exit, so or he was an owner of Exit, so he was allowed to be in the arena and because uh, you know at the time they didn't allow audiences. But yeah, I, I sat next to him, and you know we had a conversation and everything. He seems like a, a nice yeah very
1: very cool guy very serious i mean he he's fun you know but he's I could tell because I could read people and I could tell I could see the lawyer in him because mm. he's an attorney
0: oh i didn't know that yeah,
1: yeah he's an attorney so mm. you could feel this guy's a, an attorney and then usually every judge was an attorney <laughs> <laughs> you know so you could you could feel that uh this, this this guy uh, keep him on your good side. <laughs> you don't know want to mess with him. Yeah, a very very nice guy. I I, I truly loved uh, the experience having him on here on the show as well. Re- really cool. But uh, yeah. So yeah, be- being with with an organization, it, it has benefit me on on and helping me out with the uh, with with the podcast. It's, it's been pretty fun. Yeah. Get to meet new people. You know, that's good. That's awesome. Twitch and everything. So. Make a lot of connections that way. A lot of connections. Yes, a lot of connections. And and not to, and I'm going to tell you honestly, streaming is tough. Podcasting is really tough as well. Oh, I'm sure. It's, it's not as easy as people think. Oh, you can go plug in to start talking. Okay, fine. Think yeah. think. Yeah, that. you have to
0: work with a bunch of people and you try to, to get them with- to show up on time.
1: And, yeah, and if yeah. they don't show up, who do you have as backup and what to do? Yeah. And then you'd scheduling is a pain. Somebody had a call. I can't go in. I can't call. I got to call out. I'm I'm sure. You know, you got so much stuff to it, but um,
0: that's how it is with a lot of things. Even though like being a caster and like siege, you know, I, I give a lot of criticism to the siege casters and I'm, you know, like y'all need to do better, blah, blah, blah. But me (laughs) personally, I know I can't go and be a siege caster. I just can't. It's a lot of work to talk consistently, about stuff that's going on for three minutes and finding something to talk about and be entertaining for thousands of viewers, watching the stream and, you know, communicate stuff like that. Like, you know, it's very hard and, you know, I, th- I think that's just everything. You know, everything is hard. It's just,
1: I don't just know how my, it. my buddy lax does it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he, I told lax, he's doing phenomenal. He's, yeah. he's doing super good. Uh, casting he's 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 doing a, a, a great job and it's fluid in it mm-hmm. and I'm like man this guy is a born natural caster yeah he's that good and I'm like I don't want to tell him listen you do better casting than you were playing <laughs> <laughs> joke but yeah. but no he he's he's really good at it and he's stuck with with siege cuz some people i know it's hard I mean not only on esports, but on other professions. This is why it took years for Tom Brady and the NFL to say goodbye. Because you've been in this sport for so long and you went through ups and downs, good times and you bled, you know, mm-hmm. sweat and tears and blood, everything. You went through it on the sport day you you grew up in. And to say goodbye is hard. Oh yeah, it is. This is why I know for you it was hard to to say goodbye. You were, well, you weren't Dark Zero for how long? For three months, four months. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, eventually, I gotta hang up the clubs. I gotta say goodbye to this. This is, I gotta do something now for my future and think about now your, of your of your, future wife and. Mm-hmm. And and the kids, you know, you planning everything out. Make sure everything it hits the schedule, hits what you put down on, on for your, for your path. And that's really good, man. I tip my hat off to you, Achieve. You you're you, phenomenal that you're thinking, the way you're thinking because that's very smart, very smart of you
0: yeah I mean it's like you said it's not easy you know giving up like, like you said you know walking away from something that you love you have put you know all your blood sweat and tears in it's very hard it's a lot of a lot of emotions you know but um yeah it's just looking looking forward to the future you know when you when you want to start a family you gotta you gotta
1: you gotta think you gotta yep. think smart think ahead saving your money do what you gotta do yeah and and uh and then you're gonna notice that even your friend selections are going to change. Yeah, yeah. Then you're going to start having, making friends that have <laughs> they're married. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're it's, married. They want kids. You know, yeah. stuff Like that. Choose yeah. your friendship. You're going to be that. I, I've been through that. I had yeah. friends that were all single. We would hang out, but then all of a sudden, when I got married, the friends I chosen there it starts switching a little bit. Now my friends are. Either much older or my same age, or probably could be a little bit younger as well. But they're very mature. Then you're gonna mm-hmm. start thinking, you know, who you, who are the ones in your inner circle? Which friends are you gonna hang out with? Now, you know, you want to have friends that are married so they could go out on couples' date because it'd yep. be weird as like you and your wife goes out <laughs> with a single guy. You know? Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. It's not. That is bad, yes, but it's not something like you're going to be it's, doing all the time because yeah. uh, you know you're going to want to go in groups, and exactly. that kind of happens. You but.
0: don't want it, no, you don't want it to be awkward at all.
1: Yeah, so. I guess uh, awkward. Yeah. yeah. But, but well, Achieve, I'm going to wrap this up here soon, and I want to thank you so much for for coming into the channel, talking about your experience. Everything that you went, um, of course, it's not the first nor the last time you're going to be here. I'm. I, I want you back here later <laughs> on down the down the road. Sounds good. In the future. It's a phenomenal experience having you on. Probably one of these days we'll uh, we'll bring some other somebody else so we could do like a like a a, a trio. Yeah. Uh, probably with uh, with Bolo or with with Merc and or Pojo have all or bring some of the guys in here. So we all talk to <laughs> have some fun. Um, But thank you so much for stopping by, man. Thank you for, for being on the podcast. It, it was, it was fun. It was actually fun. I didn't know the time was going to go that fast. You see what I'm talking about? <laughs> there you we, go pretty quick. guys. For those who's listening, I was like, okay, it should be no more than 45 minutes or <laughs> not going to pass an hour. Cause I get this question all the time, but when the chemistry clicks you get two people the conversations are good and you get this good vibe the energy comes through really good you get once you notice it's like yeah. oh my god it's one hour and 47 minutes this past what the <laughs> heck you know because that's how it is there are certain people that that i've seen podcasters they'll get in an interview they're they're with someone mm. and you could feel like the energy is awkward they're totally opposite yeah and it just lasts 30, 30 minutes, 25 minutes. And, and they're just like, okay, got to go. See you. Bye. You know, and then that's it. <laughs>
0: Interrogation.
1: Um, yeah, it just feels really <laughs> weird. The the, the 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 episode just like goes very, very weird. And it, they just talk certain points and it gives out the points and then goodbye. But when there's chemistry and people get along, it goes, it flows really good. And it's like, dang, it's like, I know this guy's such a long time. It's like a buddy of mine. For years, you know, we could go on hours talking. So that's how I feel with you, Achieve. It's phenomenal. Sweet. So, Achieve, I'm going to give you a time to uh, tell everybody where they could find you, either on Instagram, Twitter, all this stuff. The stage is yours. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, so, uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me, obviously. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, thank anytime. You know, you'd like to speak again. Sounds good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if y'all want to follow me, um, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram is all... Uh, pretty much achieved. So, if y'all want to, you know, stop by the live stream sometime, you know, message me on Twitter or Instagram or stuff like that, especially anyone who's in the coding and programming world, because obviously that's something that I want to, you know, get into. So, anyone in that field who has some expertise and stuff, you know, just want to, you know, DM me and talk about it and stuff like that, I, that would be awesome. I'd appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, y'all can check me out at Achieved and, um, yeah. Once again, thank you for having me and I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for anybody listening.
1: Okay, guys. So you know what time it is. It's time to say goodbye. So please follow the man. He's on Twitter, uh, on Twitch. Phenomenal streamer. So please drop him a follow. He's a super, super human being. Okay, folks. Till next time, till next week, take care. God bless you. God bless everyone. Love you guys. Peace.
2: Thank you for listening to The Dr. VTAC Show. And don't forget to click follow.